nerds. I'm Julie Cherison, and this is episode 12 of Go Date Yourself. I want to be your girlfriend. I want to be the only one. I want to be a secret. You gotta tell everyone. I want to be the reason. So let's jump right in and meet today's guest. I'm Eileen Tall, and I am a solo performer, uh, which means I do storytelling, comedy, poetry, one-person shows. And speaking of her one-person shows, Eileen joined me to chat about her solo performance piece titled Bad Dates, or What Killed That Monkey in Indiana Jones Only Makes Me Stronger. I've had my fair share of failed relationships, a strain, not a huge pile. I don't want to say that it's Harrison Ford's fault, (laughs) but he is a lot to live up to. He sure is. Like many of us, Eileen has been drifting around the pool of nonsense that is modern dating. So after some time waiting in the frustration, she turned to the one thing she could always rely on. The movies. I spent last year, you know, writing a show about dating and doing a lot of creative work around relationships and dating and so I feel like I'm finally getting to the point where I've purged the urgency of it out of my system and I'm kind of able to be like I just I just you know deactivated my tinder account you know I'm kind of like all right I'm just going to be able to be calm about it I'm, I'm I'm a little burnt out on like the whole looking for love sort of thing Eileen's given the whole online dating thing a shot she wasn't a fan Online dating is a list of things to check off. And that's why I'm kind of like, I'm done with that because it hasn't worked out for me. And it is such a weird way of, I don't know, consolidating a person. And again, it just, I know it works for some people, but it just doesn't seem to work for me. You know, like every time I meet somebody that like I will be online with and whatever, and they have a lot of the qualities and then we meet and it's like a deflated hot air balloon, you know. Oh, I love that description because that's how I feel. Like most of the dates, like, you know, the conversation can be really good and their pictures can be really attractive. And then you get there and you're like, this person's really attractive and we can have a hour long conversation over a drink that's not bad. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't give a shit if they text me or not after this date, right. you know? Yeah. And like, I want to like, you know, when you like someone, when you're like, okay, phone, make a sound. <laughs> like, right. I want that feeling. I miss that feeling. I miss being excited when my phone makes a sound. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And just, I mean, I went out on a couple of, like, on two dates with someone, and we had a really good second date. Like, we went to a jazz club, and it was this really kind of romantic thing, and it was just a very cool date. And then neither of us ever followed up. I mean, it probably didn't help that, like, saying goodbye, like, he was going one way and I was going another way, and I just didn't know what to do, and I'm incredibly socially awkward, and so I curtsied, and I said, I don't know how to end things, and I backed away until I got to Clark Street. I don't know, that sounds pretty adorable. (laughs) That's what I Um, think, but I also feel like maybe he was like, that's serial killer behavior I don't know so I don't know if that's why he didn't text me but I didn't text him either because it was sort of like I don't have anything to like there's no immediacy there's no like I want I want to know what this person's thinking or I want to tell this person this funny thing or like I don't know there wasn't there's just not a lot of chemistry and I think my other problem is I have like a lot of friends I have a really great family so if I'm like I just have a lot of people in my life that I'm already 
caring for and maintaining a lot of relationships. I have a big, big family, so I have a lot of relationships that I'm tending to all the time. So if somebody's not gonna like wow me, then I just don't have time for it. Han Solo. I was in love. Tight pants, his gun belt carelessly slung around his waist, and that half smile. He was confident, he was clever. He was a tall, strong white man with brown hair. <laughs> it's always been my type. <laughs> Eileen has this beautiful way of viewing her life from a big screen perspective. I have always identified with like the Cinderella, mousy looking girl, be, like who suddenly becomes beautiful. Like she takes her glasses off and oh my God, she's been beautiful this whole time. She just needed a, a man to recognize it. And so, I, I mean, I hate it, but I that's really so much of what I've identified with and especially growing up and you know I think some people find happiness in a life where they don't necessarily have a romantic partner because they have you know other kinds of relationships I, I don't know for me I was I was raised in a very traditional kind of home I have a big family my, my parents are were like super Irish Catholic people so for me the end goal is you know to be married and have children like not maybe not seven like my parents did because that's that's a lot. But that's that's been the goal. That's the model. So it's really hard to unlearn what you have learned, I mean, to quote Master Yoda. But that's kind of what my blueprint is. My life is so great. Like, I have a wonderful family, lots of incredible friends. I'm taking good care of myself physically and emotionally. I, I get to be a performer in the city I love. I can see the lake from my apartment, and I only fell down once last winter, so. <laughs> I mean, my life is so full, I don't, I don't know why I talk about it like it's empty because of this one part. Like, finding the, the, the great love of your life is the final piece of the puzzle of your entire life. Which is why Indiana Jones is so great. You know, because, sure, Indy has his ladies, and, and at the end of the movie, there's a, an invite for drinks, or a big kiss, or, well, she falls to her death in the third one. But other than that, I mean, he is out there and he's living his life. He probably has tenure. I mean, <laughs> the respect of his colleagues. He has a, a hobby in which he excels. <laughs> and he's just, he's looking out for himself and his own happiness. He's just out there doing what he wants. Call me sometime. Trying not to sound too much like a Mae West movie, but I'm slipping into it anyway. It is a, it's a perfect romantic moment. We're in the barn trying to fix the car. He's singing about how he don't know much about science books. And 
both trying to forget about all the murdering going on. <laughs> and then, you know, I mean, not to make too big of a thing out of it, but it's like, then he just never called. And it's like, if it's not going to happen that way with the rain and the romance and all of that, then how is it going to happen? I mean, I just cannot find the droids I'm looking for. <laughs> I think that's where I get a lot of pushback from people because I have started to say, like, I might not I might not end up with anybody. I might not find anybody. I might not find that love or person or whatever. That person might not be out there and I have to be okay with that because there's no alternative you know like I, I know women who who are not married or, or you know and I think men who are not married just have an easier time of it in the world but I know women who didn't get married for a long time women who don't have kids or blah 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 and if that like if that's my fate then okay I have to I have to come to terms with that and I have to come to terms with the fact that I might not find the person I'm looking for. That person might not find me. Like, who knows? And I think a lot of people will, will say, yeah, it's great that you feel confident. But, like, just be patient. Tell me something. Lover, etc. Let me. So some days I wake up and I'm and I'm like, oh, you're the worst person ever. I'll walk down the street and I'll be like, don't be weird, don't be weird, which is not helpful to say aloud on the street. It doesn't really work by virtue of what you're doing. And then other days I'll wake up and I'll be like, I cannot believe no one is in love with you. Like, especially with my with my show, I just kept saying to my friends, like, I cannot believe that this show about, like, how funny I am and about Star Wars and Indiana Jones, I can't believe this hasn't gotten me laid once. Like, zero. How is that possible? When I meet somebody that I actually do like, I get overwhelmed with wanting and I, I can't even engage them in real life or on social media or in any way whatsoever. When it comes to flirt or flight, I am running for the door. I just feel that intense sense of wanting and I don't want to ruin it. I'm afraid of being rejected. I mean, who isn't? It's, it's terrible. <coughs> Or, or worse, what if you go for it and it, it, he turns out to be um, someone who believes in midi-chlorians or the integrity of Jar Jar Binks? <laughs> who has another five years to waste? Just get to kiss you. One of the biggest things I hate about dating right now is everyone is so apathetic about it and they just, no one cares. It's this contest of caring the least and being right. cool about everything. Texting and you know what? After three days, it's like, yeah. come on. Like, you know what it's missing? <sighs> Intensity. Yeah. And excitement and fun. And if those things aren't going to be involved in my dating life, I'll find them somewhere else. Fuck dating. Like, right. Fuck dating if it's not going to be 
fun and exciting and intense. Exactly. There are plenty of, of adult toys with those adjectives on the box. Like, it'll be fine. And you can get Groupon for them now. Exactly. Thank you, Groupon. Sponsored by Groupon. <laughs> Not sponsored by Groupon. Unless Groupon wants to sponsor me, Groupon. then Groupon, get in on this. We are pitching your vibrators. Not in the trash. We're like, we're pitching. You get it. We're on your team, Groupon. Pitching your vibrators. The age of earnestness, the age of sincerity, its I think that's what's coming back in, in art and media, you know, with Hamilton and Parks and Recreation and all of these different, you know, creative things that are about caring a lot. And people who care a lot succeed and they have love of people around them and everyone should talk about their feelings all the time. <laughs> I think in general, life is better when you care about things. Yeah. And I think that's what's missing from this whole experience is people are so unwilling because it's so uncool and it's so desperate to care. Yeah. It's the worst. It sucks all the fun out of dating. Right. Dating should be fun and exciting and everybody, you're all boring. You're all boring (laughs) garbage men. And probably some women. You're all boring garbage people and the two of us are the most exciting people on the planet. Yeah. So, fuck you. We're going to start dating each other. (laughs) we talk about this a lot this laziness about caring but I think it's really important even outside of the context of romantic love in general it's really important to care about anything I mean you have to care about something right I don't know if you don't love something or if you don't do something you love then I just don't really know how you are I think in general what all of this is sort of circling around is fear and how much fear we have about loving things. And yeah, it's scary to love someone. It's scary to love something. I mean, to bring it all back to Star Wars, it was scary to to go into The Force Awakens like with so much expectation and love and vulnerability and like years of my life like leading up to that. I mean, it was so scary because you're sitting there and you're like, this could be terrible. This could be awful. Or it could, it could, something bad could happen that I don't agree with. Like, it could just be a shitty movie. So, I mean, there's so much fear about loving something that much. And luckily, The Force Awakens is, like, the best movie of all time. Highest grossing, whatever, whatever. And well, here's the thing. You okay. can't settle for a guy who doesn't make you feel as overwhelmed and joyous as The Force Awakens made you feel. That is so true. I can't be with a guy who doesn't who doesn't touch my heart the way Force Awakens touched my heart. And you know what? Force Awakens broke my heart too. Yes. So that's part of it. That's part right. of love. And right. I'm prepared for that. Mm-hmm. Future husband, if you're listening, <laughs> I'm prepared for that. Oscar Rose. Isaac, if you're listening. But if you can't make <laughs> us feel the way Force Awakens made us feel, then forget it. You're right. not the guy. Like, we're giggling, but, like, it's super true. It's so true. I Okay, we may be asking for a lot here. And I'm okay with that. But it's a hard thing to explain to someone on a first date. It's a hard thing to explain outside of the context of Star Wars. 
Eileen told me about a first date that she went on, which she also features in her show, where her date asked the age-old question, so what exactly are you looking for? It's like someone like my dad, but not my dad. Like, I don't know how to answer that. The perfect man. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, oh, and the question is that. Right. God, but, you know. But a human? A, a human. Right, but, like yeah. a sexual Jesus? Like I don't... A, yeah, sexual Jesus. <laughs> I'm looking for a bunch of starfish in a man suit. Yeah. <laughs> right, like just the Muppet Man, where it's like, you know, seven Muppets. I'm looking, for, a trench coat. I'm looking for the human equivalent of Kermit the Frog. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. And so then I asked him, like, what are you looking for? You know, I, don't, I don't know. And he went in on this big thing. And he was like... Like, I, he wanted to refurbish his ancestor's house in Scotland. And, like, and he was like, so what I want is for my beautiful wife to be waiting at the door every day when I come home from work. And she'd be wearing, like, a beautiful dress, you know, like, floral printed 1950s dress. And he said, and I would walk in and she'd kiss me, and then she'd pull up her dress and show me her, her red silk panties. I'm having a very hard time with this. You guys can't see my face, but it's making a lot of faces. Like, my face is making a lot of faces right now. Every day? Like, every day. Um, it was outrageous. It was just, like, insane. And... I mean, he was so serious, and he was, like, so... I think he thought it was, like, the sexiest thing. And I was just like, what am I doing all day? You know, do I have a job? Do I have to wear heels in this dress? Because I don't like wearing heels. Like, do I have five pairs of silk panties that are, like, ready for me every day? Do I have to do laundry every day? Like, who's buying these dresses, man? Like, do I have to do my hair? Like, June Cleaver? Like, oh, my gosh. No, actually, I just I just was like, mm, peace out. <laughs> So after hearing stories of dates like that, I don't think it's unreasonable for us to wait for a guy who makes us feel the way The Force Awakens made us feel. Nor is it unreasonable to prepare for the fact that that guy just might not be out there. And that that's okay. And don't get on our cases about being pessimistic. Eileen and I are just fine. And we're young and we have time and we want what we want. Like yeah. a sexual Jesus? Like I don't... A, yeah, sexual Jesus. <laughs> Eileen was an awesome guest, and I highly recommend you check out her upcoming shows. Her solo show, Bad Dates, or What Killed That Monkey in Indiana Jones Only Makes Me Stronger, is back this summer for a limited run here in Chicago before it heads to the Dallas Solo Festival with Audacity Theater Lab in June. You can catch the show before it hits the road with performances on May 21st, 22nd, 23rd, and 31st. For more details about the show and performance times, I've included some links on the website at gdypodcast.com. As always, our theme music is by Ross Wilting, and the show's cover art was created by the multi-talented John Curtis. See more art from John on his Instagram at johnkcomics. I'm going to go watch Raiders of the Lost Ark. Later, daters. I was going to say, now I'm, now I'm just thinking about group on vibrators. Oh, man. Say-